Patrick Mahomes just got offered over half a billion dollars to sign up long-term with the Kansas City Chiefs. And Florida's opening schools back up in August amid the COVID-19 pandemic and Kanye West for president year 2021. What are your thoughts? Listen to it. Let's talk about it on the next episode of the Big Bold Show. So Patrick Mahomes, I don't know how old he is, but he looks pretty young to me. He is set for life, folks. He's going to make over half a billion dollars. He has a contract up that's worth upwards of $503 million to play with the Kansas City Chiefs. All I got to say is he must be a great player, and I believe fans as well as his team believes that he is. Now, I don't know too much about football, but I'll tell you what, I wish I did because – $503 million is a lot of money for a 10-year commitment. Want to know what your thoughts are about it. How much do you think these professional sports stars are worth? Are they worth the money that they're getting? My opinion is if someone's willing to pay it to them, they are. But uh, I've just never been able to understand how Um, associations, uh, football teams, basketball teams are able to afford to pay these stars the kind of money that they do. I imagine they wouldn't pay it if they didn't have it. They have to be profitable. So I'm I'm thinking that season tickets and all the paraphernalia that's sold every season and, and all the endorsements and so on and so forth pay for. But man, that's a lot of money. That's a ton of money. I wonder how much money that would be if you calculate it down to the amount of minutes that Patrick actually is on the field playing um, and how astronomical that number would be. I I imagine it would be something crazy like $100,000 a minute or I'm probably way off. It might be even more than that. But at any rate, love to hear what your comments are about it. And, um, you know, I... I always say that it doesn't get any bigger than that, but I can't wait to the day that we're reading the story about the athlete that signs a $5 billion deal to play for two seasons. Who knows? That day may be closer than what we think. Stay tuned. When we come back, we're going to talk about who our president may be in 2021. And if you haven't heard the news yet, you may be a little surprised. Stay tuned to the Big Bowl Show. So last week, Kanye West announced that he was running for president. In fact, he tweeted it. And in that tweet, he said, we must now realize the promise of America by trusting God, unifying our nation and building our future. I am running for president of the United States. Hashtag 2020 vision. I don't know how true it is, folks, but you know what? I've seen crazier things. What would it be like to have Kanye West as president? The guy that said on national television amidst a a horrific incident in these the United States. Uh, Katrina, if those of you who are listening remember, uh, there was a huge flood in New Orleans, and Kanye West um, stood um, on live television and said that the president doesn't care about black people, and it was hilarious. I can't think of the comedian's name that was standing beside him, but the look on his face when he said that was 
priceless. Anyways, what do you think? How do you think West would do as president? I'd, I'd try it out, you know. Um, how crazy could it get? And who would his running mate be? Who would balance him out? You know what? I think the best, uh, the, the best ticket uh, would be Kanye as president. And for vice president, we'd have uh, Jay-Z and um, Secretary of State. Uh, I don't know. Two chains. Um, Secretary of Interior, maybe, um, I don't know, Beyonce. We just, we go on and on with it and just have, I, I tell you what, I know one thing, it would be the most stylish, the most talented uh, executive uh, administration that we have ever seen, and that in itself would be interesting. So let us know what your comments are. Let us know um, how you think Kanye would do. I'm rooting for him. I hope he actually runs. It'll definitely be a lot more entertaining than who we have running um, now, the two that we have. It, it kind of puts me to sleep every time I see a, a campaign ad. Stay tuned, folks. When we come back, Florida is opening schools in August. The governor is adamant about getting kids back to school because as the days go by, so they are getting dumber. Stay tuned to the Big Bowl Show. to the big bold show so in august governor ron DeSantis has told the students and the teachers that they he's hoped they've been studying because come august they're they're going back to school and he's ordered districts to reopen schools in august and you know people are losing their minds over it um wow so we're in the middle of a pandemic and uh folks have to go back to school I don't know how I feel about it, honestly. I, part of me w wants to um, support that because the thing about it is uh, kids aren't going to, they're not going to stop growing, they're not going to stop developing, and the sooner we get them back into normalcy, the better. Now, I do understand that some uh, folks may say, well, it's, it's not safe. Um, I got news for you folks. It won't ever be safe. It never was safe. It wasn't even safe before the pandemic, and... Um, it never will be, so we, we just need to get on with it. But uh, I am interested in knowing how they're going to implement reintegration to schools at such a um, such a fast period in a state that has been heavily hit by COVID-19. Um, wondering what your thoughts are. Do you think that kids should start school back in August? Do you think they should study from home online, or should they do like a hybrid? I know here in North Carolina, um, that's been, or more specifically, the district I live in, is it's been a, a poll went out and then it pretty much said, how do you want your kid to be taught? And I said, I don't care. I just want them really out of my house because they're eating all of my food. But no, on a more realistic tip, I have, um, I got a rising senior and it's um, a little heartbreaking to see everything that's going on because I think that's one of the years that everyone remembers in their life, good or bad. And you you really need to experience that around other people and in society. So, you know, I'm hopeful that um, to some degree we'll get back to normalcy and kids will be able to go and congregate with other kids and everyone will be safe and they figure it out. And uh, back to the story in Florida, the, the governor's order is really unenforceable. Apparently he does not have 
really the authority to force schools to reopen, but it's making a statement. I think it's, it's, it's political for him. It's uh, more of him putting his foot down and saying that, hey, we're, we're standing behind the kids. Um, in fact, uh, he was quoting that everything else, everybody else has worked on reopening. It's time to put our kids first and make it a priority to make sure they get educated. So I got to give him big kudos for uh, making that, that attempt, and uh, we'll see how things go. So um, let us know what your thoughts are. And uh, after the break, we are going to talk about a little bit of real estate. This market is crazy hot right now, and we want to give you some tips that will help your offer get accepted over the competition. Stick around to the Big Bold Show. back to the big bold show this is your host edrick if this is your first time listening um i am a real estate broker and um my day job is to sell real estate and i've seen a dream a dramatic um, influx of home sales and home buyers entering the market and it sounds good on the surface but when you're in it it's like a war zone people the it's a seller's market and let me tell you what a seller's market is a seller's market means 123 Main Street is up for sale, and typically it takes up to, say, six months for a buyer to buy 123 Main Street. Uh, that's a balanced market. Now, a seller's market is 123 Main Street is up for sale, and there are four buyers that are ready to buy that house right now, today. That is what we're experiencing right now. This is a great thing for sellers, or it could be at least if they're ready to sell for sure. But it is terrible for buyers. There are, there are more buyers that qualify to buy homes at this point than there are houses for sale, uh, at least in my market. And uh, if you're experiencing that where you live at, if you're in the market, some tips that I would give you to be able to help your offer stand out is to advise your agent to present to the seller through their agent uh, kind of a I love you letter, a kind of a please take my offer letter. And in that uh, letter, if you want to do it old fashioned, you could write a letter. I personally would say create a video, put your family in it and introduce yourself to this, the seller and let them know who's going to be buying their house and what the intent is. Um, you know, my family and I are excited about the opportunity to be able to buy your house, Mr. and Mrs. Seller. We intend to raise our two children. Uh, who you see in the video, they're excited about the big backyard and my wife loves the flower bed that you planted and, and blase, blase, and so on and so forth. I, with this, uh, you get to make an impact because a seller who's getting multiple offers on a house, very rarely does an agent even present who you are as the buyer. They just present your terms, what the offer price is, how quickly you want to close, uh, what contingencies there are. But with this video, if it makes it to the seller, and, and it may not, you know, this, the listing agent may not send it to the seller, but the, it may make an impact on the seller's agent. But with that being presented, it gives you, um, it makes it a little bit more personal and it helps your offer stand out. The other thing I would say is try to clean up what terms you are offering as best as possible. Don't ask for all the bells and whistles. Don't ask them to leave the the riding lawnmower and, and to pay all of your closing costs and uh, put a ton of warranties on and, and rebuild the house. It's not going to happen, folks. Uh, and then finally, 
think about what is this house worth to me? Not what is the, the seller asking for, but based off of what I can afford, what is this house worth to me and offer that instead, even if that's more than what the house is uh, listed for. Um, when you do that, um, that really shows the seller that you are adamant and you are motivated to buy this house. And in some states, you know, all states aren't the same, but there's usually what we call a some sort of a deposit, whether that be earnest money, due diligence, or a combination thereof. Be willing to put up a lot of it as much as you can. Um, talk to your agent about whether that's refundable or not. But the more that you could put up, the more skin you could put in the game, so to speak, the better for you. So I hope these tips help you guys find a house. If you're in the market and you keep losing out, don't get frustrated. Don't give up. Um, just stay the course and uh, and keep trying and good luck to you. So at any rate, we hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Big Bold Show. Stay tuned. Please subscribe. Uh, please follow our show and let us know what you want us want to hear us talk about. Uh, we enjoy talking about topics that people want to talk about so at any rate stay bold and we'll see you next time